0: This is Lauren Smith with Nightcaller's Bigfoot Radio, and you are listening to Bigfoot Club Podcast. I wanted to mention, if you're listening to Bigfoot Club on any of these platforms, iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Stitcher, Google Play, Alexa, YouTube, Notes, or Deezer, please give us a comment, give us a five-star rating, give us a subscription, give us a follow. We would greatly appreciate it also please like and follow us on social media platforms Facebook Twitter and Instagram you can find us by searching Bigfoot Club the number one if you have any Bigfoot paranormal or just strange stories please email us at Bigfoot Club the number one at gmail.com please check out Matt Knapp's YouTube channel Bigfoot Crossroads and Planet Fear podcasts Planet Fear podcasts can be found on any platform also, give and listen to Night Bigfoot Radio on YouTube with Lauren Smith. Night Bigfoot Radio is also found on many other platforms. So if you enjoy the show and would like Bigfoot Club to keep making episodes, then perhaps you would consider supporting the show. You can do this by donating to our PayPal link. These donations will support Bigfoot Club to continue to bring episodes and content. Thank you so much for your support. Hey, everybody. Robert Jesse Dominguez, Bigfoot Club, Season 3, Episode 5. Hey, guys. How's it going? Ash and Steven?
1: We're
2: great.
0: Hello. How's it going? Hello. What what are you, British?
2: Hello. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Speaking of that, like the last two days, I got like two things stuck in my head. And yesterday, I seen someone had shared Christian Bale Mm -hmm. from like 10 years ago doing an interview it's like, you know what's going through my head? It's like, what? It's just like, fighting crime, trying to save the world. Here we go, <laughs> just in time. The, the power, power Puff, Puff
1: girls. girls.
2: And I'm like, please let that happen to him while he was being Batman.
0: <laughs> I like that. It's pretty good. <laughs>
1: trying to save the world. <laughs> uh
2: puff gals, and then today someone posted and it starts playing uh down with the sickness, and it just has this picture of like a plastic water bottle, and it's like British <laughs> people be like and he just goes, Ooh, wow, wild ball." <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: that's funny.
2: I've watched those two things over
0: uh, and over. I, I love Christian Baird. Oh, boy,
1: you got, you stabbing me chest in it. it <clears throat> when you think of that British, you just got to think of snatch. Yeah. yeah. You took the jelly out of my donut, Tommy. You did.
0: <laughs> you had any dags? You have any
1: dags? <laughs> or that one time, um, Jason Statham does an English accent. Well, why don't you bust a cap in the ass, Tommy?
0: <laughs> oh man, that's that's actually a good movie. Yeah, Snatch. So yes, it is. <clears throat> so, you guys pretty excited about talking about this uh, Sasquatch Hulu documentary?
2: Yeah, I've been waiting on this fucker to come out for like a year. I
0: watched when, it today
2: when it was called something else. I think I think of
0: <sighs> what was it called?
2: Something like into the, the Red Spy Moon. Rock. Yeah. So it, any honestly, any yeah. time uh, that's like my main beef with it. That's like oh, well, that's like my only beef with it. I mm. know a lot of other people got others, but right. the title, which that feels like that was a Hulu move. Yeah, because
0: <laughs> to be honest with you, there's like there's the. Over two dozen movies Named soft right. spot something
2: And Which we'll get into it You know That wasn't the only thing That the documentary is about I think like The original yeah, tile It probably was a little long Or whatever I don't yeah. know But it was like Into the Redwoods Or something like that Because You know I watch The Wise Kids You Know uh, They do their Twitch stream Because they're raising money To do mm-hmm. A movie You know And they're, they're a comedy troupe But one of Their Their Founding members is a executive producer on this. And that's how I found out about it. You right. Know, before, like, a long, long time ago. Yeah. i been waiting for it and waiting for it. It's like, oh, sweet.
0: Yeah, because, like, you had, we had talked, uh, like, off show, you had... Like I was posting stuff on uh the Bigfoot Club Facebook page and you walked into the room and you goes, Hey, you need to... You, you you really have to have to check out this documentary and post it. And I go, Okay. And so you sent yeah, it to when me. The trailer yeah, you sent it to me and I posted it like right away and it, it got a it got a pretty good a lot of hits. So yeah. it got it got some good in like engagements and stuff. So I was pretty and I looked at it, I go, That actually looks pretty good.
2: And it is. I mean it, it's it's something I mean, you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this now, which yeah. everyone everyone fucking knows anyway. Um, that the crypto community is a bunch of prima donnas and money oh, yeah. bitches on the internet. Yeah, and uh, so they're mad that it wasn't enough about Bigfoot. They didn't show yeah. enough Bigfoot. It misleading mis- them. Misadvertisement. It's like no. Well, if you actually watched <laughs> this if you actually watched the trailer yeah. and didn't just see that it was called Sasquatch, or even read the fucking description yeah. and quit being lazy, you can see that it was a murder mystery. You know, that might involve Bigfoot.
0: You know, I should have said like before the show started. If you haven't seen this documentary,
2: oh, spoilers, which I don't feel like we've done any spoilers. I mean, we pretty much just covered what's already
0: in the trailer. But yeah, Yeah, I was just going to say if you haven't seen this documentary, stop this podcast, go
2: watch it, go watch
0: it, and come back. And so, because it's we'll uh,
2: see you in three hours. (laughs) And if you
1: haven't seen Mortal Kombat, don't watch this episode because Bigfoot or Sasquatch was in Mortal Kombat. He was. (laughs) Wow.
2: Really? I haven't seen it. Well, now it's through and I have to leave. Bye.
0: I haven't seen it either. Oh. Da- damn it, Steven. You have to do the whole show. Damn it.
2: <laughs> I hope you're
0: prepared. Be like Sebastian. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Oh, what the fuck? Damn it. So, um, but um, this actually was a really, really good, cause, uh, really good documentary. I was actually enthralled whenever I first started watching it. Uh, you and I watched the first two episodes together, and then uh, I think I watched the third episode uh, the following day. Um, uh, but it's, um, what, which, uh, which guy on here do you know? The, or you follow Zach Krieger, Zach Krieger. Okay.
2: He's a, uh, he was one of the producers and he did some of the interviews and stuff, but,
0: um, cause it's like, uh, they have a bunch of executive producers, oh, yeah. Mark, Mark Duplass, uh, Jay Duplass. I'm probably going to butcher these names. Uh, Mel, uh, Islin, Josh Rofe, uh, Steven Berger, uh, David House, the guy that's doing all the, the documentary stuff, which he did a great job on. Yeah. yeah, He um, did. Um, because, like, he was doing documentaries with, I think, uh, I think Joshua and him were trying to do documentaries before. Mm-hmm. And they had, like, kind of, like, met up or something like that. I, I heard it, like, in... Um, Chris Jericho's podcast, because he, right, 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 right. he was interviewing Josh on that one. So that was actually pretty good. So he was talking about they were trying to get together. They've, they've been friends. They've known each other. They've been trying to do projects together, and they haven't been able to do it until they started yeah. doing this and one. And I think so.
2: that was Saxon involvement. He's yeah. friends with one
0: of them. David Holdhouse. he's, like, he's, like, infiltrated, like, really... I mean, I, I knew yeah. I knew who he was. I think I saw, like, the interview he did whenever, because uh, I think he was talking about he was, like, sexually abused. Mm-hmm. And he was doing, like, an a interview on, I think it was 2020. Mm-hmm. And uh, I saw that a long time ago. And I was, wow, that was that guy. So he's actually infiltrated, like, skinheads, yeah. uh, mule drug runners, um, I think, uh, LA gangs, that? LA he, gangs. He,
2: yeah, he was in deep. Like, uh, he's got, like white powered tattoos and stuff like he went yeah. hardcore yeah, he to went- infiltrate these different like crime syndicates you know dangerous yeah. fucking people and that's kind of how he well i mean it's not how it's probably why he went back to revisit this thing that happened to him yeah was after you know probably after the fact of course i didn't listen to his other interviews or yeah, anything like that like- but
0: he was he was saying on, on uh, with the uh, the director uh, what's his name uh, Joshua was saying that that he didn't say which, which event he was doing but it was one of the events that he uh, he was told by like, I guess police or uh, investigators saying hey you need to you need to get out of get out get out of town for a while I'm assuming mm-hmm. it was like in the L.A. gang stuff and so he decided to, you know jump on his next project was uh, the cannabis. Scene. So he went up and he met up with a friend that knew this cannabis grower. And so he went out to um, the Emerald Triangle, mm-hmm. uh, and he went to hang out at some at some farm. And so that's where he heard this story about a uh, a Bigfoot killing three people. Right. So that was that was actually kind of kind of cool. I didn't know that that he was leaving one project to go to like another project. So that was kind of cool. And um, the first episode, grabbing smoke. Grabbing at smoke, episode one. That was actually, it. It, it kind of just grabbed me, like when I when I first started watching. It. I don't know. I'll, I'll let you guys talk about that. Whatever you, you guys thought about whenever you first saw the first episode, Steven?
1: <laughs> I think oh, I
0: will let you go. <laughs> um, first
1: episode was very. Um, first of all, I like to stay. I point out the fact uh, it's my fault, not uh, Roberts, but uh, I had to come prepare. And pre- and pre- prepare in preparation, mm-hmm. can I can't can't speak uh, for this episode to watch all three episodes, uh, and I started late, so I started watching the first episode at four thirty in the morning, mm-hmm. and um, so when I was watching it, I actually was going in kind of blind. I remember you told you were telling me about it about the documentary, mm-hmm. and then I was all like, oh okay, you know, cool, another another Sasquatch documentary, but I didn't know that it was uh, really like. Uh, the way it was going, I was I was actually kind of like scared. I was like, "Dang, this is, this is a little bit, uh, this is a little bit more," uh than I was anticipating. Yeah, I didn't know that there was like a, a, that it was like a murder mystery, and I was like, it made you, yeah. you know, it made you think like, man, if they found the, these victims like that, then it was, yeah, it's, yeah, I don't want to go too too far ahead of what you know, way ahead of you, but right. um, I I thought. I think. It was, <laughs> I think the first episode laid out it, it laid out what it where it was going to very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and that guy, um, what's his name? You just said his name a while ago. David he did most of the interview. David Holthouse. Yeah. David, Holt, he's a, a fantastic uh, investigator uh, and he knows. Like, I just, I think he knows <laughs> a little bit more than he should of how to, get in contact with like stuff like that. That's real dangerous that you shouldn't do. But Mm -hmm. he's again, he's a reporter and an investigator. So, uh, but yeah, I, I I liked how, uh, he handled, um, everything throughout the show. And especially through the first, uh, first episode of introducing of what, what, what his documentary was heading towards.
0: Right.
2: Yeah. I think, you know, they, they had several eyewitnesses from different areas, several, Mm. Uh, quote unquote researchers. They had uh, Doctor Meldrum on there. Too. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I did see that, and I was and like, oh, that's like they
2: covered their bases. Like, if you don't right. know shit about Bigfoot, Big you can watch, and you just like true crime or murder mysteries or anything, or just talk, you know, whatever. You can this. They did very well to make this for wide audiences too. Mm-hmm. I know some people aren't very happy with it all.
0: Yeah, we can we, we can talk about that, too. So, um. But
2: I didn't know because Zach suggests, you know, we watch him on stream and stuff. Right. And it's mostly, you know, him and his comedy troupe. It's, it's his buddies, and right. they just, like, tell stories. Watch old sketches from, when, from their TV show or whatever. They're just basically trying to raise money for this animated movie that they're making mm-hmm. called Mars. Y'all look it up. <laughs> I love it. I love wise kids. They're like. This has been like my therapy, basically on Friday and Saturday nights. Yeah, you you watch just so it so that I can like you
0: watch it. It's all the like time. long
2: distance hanging out with like internet acquaintances. Yeah, and laughing, right? You know? but uh, he just would call it his Sasquatch doc, and like you know, because people be like, well, then when they find out that Zach did a documentary on Bigfoot, then he starts, well, what do you think about this thing and what do you think about that? And yeah, it's like he seems like he 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 he, he likes the idea of things like that. Like mm-hmm. he likes the, you know, cryptids and, and mythology and horrors and stuff like that. But I think this made him a little jaded, which I can understand. Right. I feel like he wants to believe, but wants to pretend like he doesn't.
0: Yeah. I think, I think he was <laughs> saying on Jericho's podcast that uh-huh. he, he was convinced that these people, uh, that they've, they, they, like like a Bigfoot podcast. I'm not gonna say which which Bigfoot podcast he's talking about because I don't I don't want to well, support him. Yeah, Good.
2: which I was talking about Zach, and you're talking about um, what's his name? What was it? What's jo- his name? Joshua. Joshua. Yeah. 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 But um, if it's the same podcast.
0: Yeah, I'm not gonna say. I'm that. pretty
2: sure it's the same podcast. Yeah, it but, is. It is. And that they listen to it, but <laughs> he says he listens to it because he thinks it's bullshit because they don't really screen there. Yeah their people that they have come on and speak. But anyway, I'm sorry, go ahead.
0: And then Joshua was saying that he's convinced that these people that are going on this podcast are convinced that they saw something and they're f- afraid. So that was right. kind of got him to want, you know, want to do this, this, uh, this documentary. But, um, but I did want to say that uh, these guys, there were, there were, there was three cannabis workers that were killed on this cannabis farm. And so um, we had talked off show about this, about, you know, Bigfoot's doing like damage to people and stuff like that. And I, I've run across stories like I mean, uh,
2: we we did the, the Brown Springs episode. Yeah, yeah. And, and I've heard you know a few stories, not very often, right. obviously, but. right.
0: I mean, uh, because like we were talking like during like during this uh, mm-hmm. during the uh, documentary, because
2: I had to pause and take notes, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then ask questions throughout too. Who... So
0: you were you were asking me, do you think it's like feasible for like a Bigfoot to you know does physical damage to people? And I and I was and I kind of responded well, to you with like, go ahead.
2: Well, I what what I was like it's, like, how often do you think that something yeah. like that happens, right? And it's reported as something
0: else, right? So
2: just like you know, out of curiosity,
0: you just like. I I think that I think I think (laughs) I think but (laughs) I think, but I think it's uh one of those things that like it's remote like all the remote areas like in British Columbia Mm -hmm. the the like like the Yukon Alaska port you know uh, Portlock yeah uh, that that people don't that Bigfoots don't see a lot of people and then like they don't know how to interact Mm -hmm. and I'm just I'm guessing here. That they just get really physical with these people because they probably think they're other uh, Bigfoot with like less hair. I don't know. So it
2: so would be a, like a territorial. Yeah, thing. Yeah,
0: territorial thing. So uh, I I, th- I thought it was feasible, you know, because this area is like pretty remote. Uh, the the Emerald Triangle. So it's um, northern northern part of uh, California, north northwest part of of California, but um, it's pretty rugged. Like yeah. I think from San Francisco up to I think Washington, it's pretty remote. There's like mm-hmm. thousands and thousands of. Square footage of miles of just trees oh, yeah. and stuff. Oh
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: but um, and uh, also, I like to point
1: out that whenever I was watching it, I was trying to like trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I said, if if this ends up being true, yeah, uh, a Bigfoot actually killing these three people, I said these people must have been really really bad. Yeah, for them too. Like if they already pointed out to how how there was like people out there, you know, growing weed and stuff. And, uh, you know, doing drugs, but there were some of them that were doing, you know, selling doing other like, drugs that, yeah,
2: they were do- they were yeah, doing that shouldn't be yeah.
1: doing yeah, meth and cocaine and were, all that. And, and I think the Bigfoot, I was like, I was thinking, like, oh, man, the Bigfoot, they must have done something really bad and the this Bigfoot just got pissed. Well, and I just like, had
2: a bing memory yeah, that we know a story right. where allegedly it was near like one that was behaving aggressively right. was doing so in on the same property they were cooking.
0: Yeah. And the, so, and the Bigfoots attacked the trailer. I didn't the trailer, think so. about
2: until just now. And it's like, hmm, if they're also cooking meth out there, if, if this happened at all right. too, and if it were them, then maybe there's something about that, that they don't like.
0: Yeah, I. Which I don't blame them. I don't either. So I mean, it's it's it, to me, it was like the story, when the 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 opening episode, it, it it seemed really like like believable to me that this could have happened, right? These people, because like apparently these these guys were like mangled, torn apart, arms torn, you know, torn off. Just looked like they were just runned over and stuff like that. So, yeah. um,
2: and they said that like allegedly, before then they had site or it's been which we had we did a little blip on a story last year the year before Mm -hmm. that this was happening in washington where they just come in and they strip it yeah and eat it anyway well they said that like they were doing that or they were like pulling up off the tops and these are like yeah you know for audience perspective i don't know how you've ever seen like wild grown Marijuana plants or cannabis plants, whatever vernacular you choose to use, you know. It just depends, (laughs) you know.
0: La marijuana. (laughs) Grandma. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, Grandma. Go ahead. Go ahead. ahead. But
2: they're really tall. They're like, you know, six, six, seven foot tall plants. Not where most people wouldn't, you know, if it's just a person doing it, they wouldn't pick it from the top, you know, and would think lower down or whatever. But, you know. So there have been reports of that before. Anyway, in in other stories too, which I mean it, it makes sense.
0: Yeah, it does, because I know in East Texas I, I always seem to always find like cedars, tall the top of cedars is up like mm-hmm. the very tip of it's just broken off. And so th- whenever whenever they were saying that one of the I forgot one of the investigators I think it was Jerry Hinn, he was talking about they were like just pulling the, the weed off the top and just mm-hmm. biting it. So it actually made sense to me. I said, Yeah, that's to,
2: like they're either to you know, using it for a painkiller or yeah, they just like to get fucked up, but there ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, they commune with nature; they're one with it, and it's from there for that.
0: But the the opening episode uh, had a, a lot of a lot of who's who and like Bigfoot stuff, mm-hmm. and so they had they had uh, Bobo Bobo Faye. Uh, you almost that, said Bobo Faye. I did. I was did. <laughs> I was, I was, I was did.
2: <laughs> they did. I don't remember that part. I James, must have fell asleep.
0: James Bobo Faye and. Uh, uh, Dr. Jeff Meldrum, uh, Jerry Hand, I, which I don't know that well, but he's, I, I guess, based out of California. I'm really surprised they didn't ask Daniel Perez to be a part of this, but that's just me. Uh, they, and, still,
2: they still had, you know, and then yeah. you know, they had um, Bob Gimlin on it,
0: too. Bob Gimlin and Bob Hieronymus. Yes. So, uh,
2: Sitting there, like, they live down the road from each other. Yeah. It's like, they're friend, best frenemies. Like, <laughs> they should make a movie just about their friendship. Yeah, they should. I think
0: <laughs> I think this is the first time I've seen a documentary where they had like them back both? back to back. And uh, cuz like they're always like talking about, yeah. you know, Bob Harrimus, uh, anybody that knows like Bigfoot, Bob is playing claims to be the patty and in, uh and in Bluff Creek in '67, and the guy is like five ten or five nine or something. Mm-hmm. So, but he yeah, yeah. was like, he's five nine. <laughs> so <laughs>
2: he's wearing stilts, bro.
0: But um, he went I, to
2: Clown College. <laughs> he got a scholarship like Stevo.
0: So, um, but I was noticing that this this documentary came out on on 420, 420, 420 Wednesday. So yeah. um, Tuesday. So yeah. So Wednesday, James James Bobo Faye like posted on facebook that he was pissed about him uh they were like they they didn't show his entire interview and so he was saying that that during his interview i guess on on this documentary he was saying that hey he's heard stories of them like killing people and them throwing rocks and stuff but he was later saying that that he's heard the stories but then he went back and that was actually bs and so so they left that part out. So he was really upset. He had a like, really long rant on Facebook, and it was probably Twitter, too. So, But he, w- he was pretty pissed.
2: Well, yeah, you cut his screen time. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. You know, that happens. It's fucking filmmaking. He got edited for time. Yeah. They covered what they needed to cover. Uh-huh. And I don't feel like it's out of context, because just because the stories that he heard are bullshit, we've heard stories that have not been confirmed or denied as bullshit. Yeah. So all that they needed was for someone to be like, yeah, I've heard that. I mean, it was just for the narrative. Because if he didn't say that, then half a dozen other people could say, yeah, I've heard that. And I think it's true.
0: Yeah. There's uh, I mean, I know there's been some, te- there's been some stories here in Texas that are, had physical contact. Yeah. And uh, I think. I mean, your a-
2: buddy got pushed over that one time. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then, uh, what's her name? Uh, what's her name? I can't think of her name right now. Um, Deborah Thornton. Yeah the Deborah Thornton story. So that one had like a lot of physical stuff. So any, anytime it has physical stuff, I mean, that always intrigues me because anybody can, you know, talk about a story about a Bigfoot crossing a road or, you know, behind someone's house or something like that. But when you have physical contact or a most, a murder (laughs) or or just facial expressions, that always like intrigues me about Bigfoot stuff. But um, anyway,
2: I mean, I don't know how it, it couldn't be that way, because I don't care. You know, there's, for the most part, of course, yeah, they're yeah, allegedly, they're peaceful or whatever, but they're living creatures. There can be violent ones. There can be ones that you got pushed too far. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, their ways are not our ways. Yeah.
0: And. I was thinking about Rambo whenever you say that you got pushed too far.
2: Well, <laughs> They drew first blood.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they sure did.
2: And then Biggie fucked them up.
0: (laughs) Yeah. um,
1: Isn't that just a really toddler way of saying that, well, he started it? Yeah. Yeah.
2: More or (laughs) less. They drew first blood.
0: (laughs) Or they drew first blood. Or it was, uh, all right, we could be quoting Gremlins too. Yeah. (laughs) I I
2: listened to a really good podcast. With, with Sly on it a few months ago. Oh yeah, someone my Vanderpump ladies, she's married to a producer, mm. had him on, but told his whole like like really in depth about getting that movie made and and, and Rocky and stuff. And again. I didn't realize how much of a hustler he was.
0: Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway. He is he is a hustler. Yeah. Um. He's like iced tea I am mean, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm just kidding. Um but i thought I thought the 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 most funniest or the the, the sleeper funny. the sleeper star of this of this documentary were those um what's his name Wayne and george those, oh, the, those the couple the couple the the life partners the yeah. the bigfoot hunters so there was like they were, yeah
2: I loved it <laughs> because that's just like that just added to the realism like yeah man. That's that's how it goes. You think they walk through pores? No, I don't. It's like you know you do. You yeah. Know
0: you do. <laughs> yeah. Don't start. Don't start. Don't start. It was no, like no, 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 no. That's like a perfect portrayal of the Bigfoot community, big time. In a relationship. So yeah. So man,
2: <laughs> absolutely. But like the one part I had to pause and talk about it was the interview with that that cop. Or the retired yeah, police officer.
0: Um, hold on. I I gotta go go ahead, keep talking. I, I, I yeah. got his, I got his name right here. But
2: uh he was telling recounting his encounter, which was not an overly violent encounter, but it was like you can tell that he had sustained like he had post traumatic issues with it, you know. And it just, I, I had to pause it and I was talking, it's like, you know,
0: Jim Murphy was his name.
2: Yeah. And God, it was just like, it was moving. Yeah. Like even now, just thinking about it, it just yeah. kind of like riles me up.
0: Um, but, yeah. I mean, cause like we were talking whenever we were watching it and it was like, I've talked to like at least like three or four people like that, uh, that, you know, they, they're convinced that they saw something and they were pretty scared and they didn't know where else to go to and end up talking to me. And, um, yeah. Cause like when, whenever I saw his interview, I felt really bad for the guy. I and, did too. and
2: it got me to talking. it's just like, you know, it, that's like, you can't talk to a therapist about yeah how I seen a Bigfoot or I seen this, I seen a fucking ghost or whatever. And it's like, Oh, it's a manifest. They're not going to know how to help you. And just like how, when we used to do like paranormal research or mm-hmm. or anything it that it was so mechanical, and now I would almost want to teach it treat it like a like almost like a spiritual thing like a like a like a shamanistic like i don't want to say I'm a shaman, but like you know where you you sit with I don't even want to call them clients, but with the people that need your help and you talk about things and you work on stuff because there is trauma to help them to understand what happened. I know because I have my own Mm -hmm. post-traumatic, I have CPTSD, which is from long-term trauma, not just a singular event like that, but what helped me the most was to understand the personality traits of my abusers and to understand what they did to me and why I now am the way I am, like Mm -hmm. why I react to things to help control my triggers, to help to control me just looping into these behaviors and to, uh, to recognize them and to understand why. And I'm just like, those people need this too.
0: Yeah. I mean um I think I don't know. I that's I think it's part of me when I I'm, I'm attracted to other Bigfoot researchers or other groups that actually just want to help people rather than just want to document, you know, like, I don't even
2: give a fuck about documenting. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I just want to understand I it better and I want to help others that want to learn to do so properly to you know to know what we know and to not the shit that's on TV. I'm so sick of like all this fucking Like Discovery Channel crap and people stomping through the woods with giant lights and cameras and shit and making stuff up just so they could be on camera and being mad that they got their fucking screen time cut. Yeah. And aren't just trying to help or to better it or whatever, you know?
0: Because that, yeah, because that one, that one retired cop, he was, uh, you can clearly see that he was bothered by it. I'm willing to bet that he actually, this is probably one of the very few times he's actually talk talked about it. talked about it? it yeah, because so, I mean, like, he took off his it, glasses and, like, he was like
2: in his where he was employed. You can't talk about it. You can't talk about it, especially no. that, and, and especially you know to be fucked up about it. Like, even if he had talked about it, he hadn't really talked about his experience before, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah, because I mean, you know, it's like how 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 do you how do you even begin? with people outside of the world, you know, that yeah. understand. You you don't even know. I mean, even just any kind of trauma. I mean, I was kind of talking in about mine earlier and it's like I just I don't even know how to begin. It's so it's the hardest thing to do to talk about with things like that because you don't want that to be who you are, but it's deeply ingrained in you. Yeah. And you kind of have to sometimes. It's just like, how do I not only share why I react to things the way I do with someone new to understand what, how to be and not to be around me or to this is why I behave this way. But also to talk about it to a way that you don't relive your trauma. That's why it's hard to start with new therapists after you've had trauma, at least for me, mm. because it's like you're reliving it reliving it sometimes your body reacts like you're in the middle of it again and it's not easy to do
0: no it's not like
2: i commend him because it was like it just happened again probably to him
0: yeah um on on this episode also he uh david Holthouse, he uh he hires a private investigator like a retired cop and like he's helps him out with um uh, finding some leads uh, regarding the, the the ghost story of the Bigfoot. Because uh, it, it would be hard to try to find that, you know, because like, there was like no um, story, there's no body, there's no uh, police report. So it was, he was kind of r- reaching for a ghost story. And so he hired a private investigator to help him find some leads. Mm-hmm. And so I think he found uh, some uh, cannabis uh, connections with this uh, retired police officer. And so he was able to um, reach out to some people. And so he ends up reaching out to some people and he does like a bunch of interviews on the phone and stuff like that. And at the very end of this episode, uh, he gets a text from the private investigator saying, Hey, you're entering some dangerous territory.
2: I quit. I have a family.
0: Yeah. So that's what's pretty much what he's saying. Steven, were you going to say something? Yeah. I
1: was going to say that's whenever everything like changed. I was like, I said, okay, maybe this isn't what it's. The title is meant. The
2: Bigfoot mafia's <laughs> after <Yeah>. man. <laughs> yeah,
1: the, yeah. So i or, like,
2: or the Men in Black.
1: Something. or that—that's what I was thinking. I go, maybe it's more. It's more than that. maybe if it's the government. If that's what
2: that was, this documentary never would have showed up, and then that guy would have died mysteriously in a car wreck that was fiery. Yeah. Yeah. Like the guy that invented the uh, the watered powered car.
0: Yeah. <laughs> But uh, this second episode is entitled uh, Spy Rock, episode two. Um, and they start off They start off with, like, real friendly with um, Bobby Gimlin. They talk about Bob Gimlin. And they talk about when he was in uh, Bluff Creek with Roger Patterson whenever he was alive. And uh, and it kind of mirrored in – I know we talked about a little bit. Uh, Bob Aronimas was talking about that he, uh, Bobby Gimlin and Roger Patterson paid him $1,000 to wear the suit. And I, I've heard, you know – He's gone on conferences and talks mm-hmm. and talks to people, but, uh, you know, everybody always, he's just trying to get famous for that deal and stuff you know, like that. And it worked. Yeah. But what's, what's annoying is if you, when you see him walk,
2: oh, ha, he tries he so, so
1: hard, hard. Yeah. <laughs> to, to walk <laughs> like, uh, like he goes, yeah, it's just normal. It's normally how I just walk and. I've been, you know, the limp, I'm the like, limp, whatever, arm, big swing, <laughs> shoulder thing. Yeah, oh. he, looks, he looks like Ezra Miller practicing for the <laughs> running scene of the Flash. Yeah, I'm like what are you? What are you swimming? What are you doing?
2: <laughs> but the reason why they interviewed these guys and went over the Patterson Gimlin film was because this area where this allegedly happened is not too far right. from where they had this sighting.
0: Right, right. That's that, I figured that. Um, yeah, that's actually I was. Cause I think I go, man, that's, there are Bigfoot there. I know there's, I, oh, yeah. I, I mean, I don't research in that state, but I, you know, after seeing that I said, man, there, there gotta be a lot of Bigfoot there. Um, but I thought it was kind of interesting. He, they he,
2: kidnap you according to, to yeah. Bob, Bobcat Goldthwaites. <laughs> no, I, don't, I dig that movie. You'll, you'll never watch it.
0: Uh, I probably will eventually, but eventually. It's, um, it's
2: really good. And it's not too bad on the shaking camera. <laughs> Let's take a drama meme beforehand.
0: So, he ends up interviewing this guy named Razor. Uh, that oh, came yeah. Up. At the very end of the first episode, he kind of gets in touch with him. Because I was
2: like, is it going to be Scott Hall? Because yeah. I hope it's Scott Hall.
0: <laughs> this guy actually looked like Rob Van Dam, to be honest with <laughs> you. He looked just like him with just with glasses on and stuff. And so Ooh, like his brother? Yeah. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, Dob Dan Van Dam. <laughs> <Wow. laughs> I was that Dob know. Dan, Dan, Dan Van
2: Michael and Michael, you know he made that joke because we seen that guy that looked like Michael, like, "What's his What's his name? I don't know." Michael, and this motherfucker said he never seen Rick and Morty. Yeah, <laughs> where they have the sci- or no, the conjoined twin aliens. Michael. Oh and one of yeah. them is Michael, and one of them is Michael. And I, he, I've never seen it. I've never seen it. I swear. channels, <laughs> but they're right next to each other, filming two different shows. And and the other one's like, you know, whatever. You're the golden guy, Michael. You know. And they were just, uh, they weren't planning on me. So they're like, well, whatever. Fuck it. Just name him Michael.
1: Let's name him Michael.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> He's got a lot of mental <laughs> uh, depression there with that one.
0: Um. <laughs> I've, I've I've never seen it I promise I've never seen it so You said it's it's a great show.
2: They stole that from you.
0: <laughs> but um they end up they end up talking about uh there's like a tons of murders on um supposedly le- allegedly whenever he this story takes takes place. Uh, he, um, David Holthouse goes up to work on this cannabis farm and it's raining and he can't really see where he was going and allegedly it's on Spy Rock Road and so eventually it led him to this area uh, with these informants and Razor and stuff like that so um, he talks about this part of the part of this documentary starts talking about hell's angels and how hell's angels was running that, that whole road to
2: go into it. Why it is that way is like back during this time. It's like, you know, the cannabis industry, Mm -hmm. this was back when in the early nineties, late eighties, you Mm -hmm. know, um, they're doing heavy on the war on drugs Mm -hmm. and, you know, basically, you know, coming in and, Terrorizing these people I mean I know That at the time It was illegal Whatever yeah. It was overkill Yeah And so These people Trying to earn a living To make these plants That shouldn't be illegal To begin with uh, Which I You know Whatever People have their opinions It's not illegal In California right. anymore Right But um
0: They're They were talking about camp uh, Yeah Yeah what was and, it what was it I forgot the the abbreviation for yeah, that. It was, it was, it was uh,
2: but it was basically you know these these police units that would come in and these places had like basically like homesteads homesteads right. out there farms with their kids with schools where they they would come in with these helicopters and arrest all these people they a lot of times they would like shoot all their animals mm-hmm. just for the fuck of it. When there was little kids around, excessive force out the ass. I mean, I don't want to get political but or anything like that, but that's why they ended up turning to these people that were criminals and going into the backcountry, which is why they started doing mm-hmm. something. Like the growers started doing methamphetamine because they were climbing up these back, way back on these trails so they could hide them in the trees, which I think that's why it was called Among the Redwoods. Cause that's where they were growing their, their pot plants to hide because they're being raided all the time. Mm. And I mean, draw your own opinions about it. I don't want to like, whatever, but you know, that's why they ended up having these criminal people and bringing this in and getting these situations. Yeah. But that's also why to kind of go off to a very important part of this that migrant workers mm-hmm. will work there a lot because they didn't ask questions. They didn't need documentation and they can make money fast right. to send to their families.
0: And so I think, um, they were, they were talking about, um, there's like tons of murders on this, on this mm-hmm. one stretch of road that have a bunch of cannabis, you know, farmers and growers. Cause, um, um, as he's talking to informants and he's talking to people, the informants were telling him, it goes, well, he was asking a question. Should I, is it okay if I go up there and start asking questions? And they said, no, nope. that's, that's not a place to go. Uh, you know, unless you're invited. Mm-hmm. And so uh there's like, he was showing like clippings upon clippings about murders and how, um, like you were saying, they were, they were having Mexican nationals go up there and, uh and just working. And then like when harvest season came around, they would just kill them and, uh, sometimes ki- they would it, or,
2: yeah. or they would you know whatever kill Get them in a the- crossfire and no one would report them missing or they wouldn't know that right. they were missing because it was normal to not hear from them for a while because yeah. it was so remote
0: and like uh i think uh that um the county i think um the sheriff was talking about, man, because they, they were running into bodies and they didn't know who it was from. They didn't have any ID. And so and the, no one would talk. No one would talk. So, that's man, that was, it was just kind of sad. And they were kind of mentioning uh, a guy that was, because I, I, I think it kind of led him to uh, one of the murders. And I think he was like, it got confused. Yeah, it, it was,
2: got, it was it, the, the one where the, is the the younger kid, like he was barely out of his teens.
0: Yeah, Hugo uh Lopez. Hugo Aleo yeah. a- Lopez. Was, that he,
2: someone like he was sleeping in a tent and, and, they, and somebody shot him yeah, through
0: the tent. And uh he had his like niece on there, like talking. I felt really bad for her. Yeah. And she was uh Diana from uh Owaka, Owaka. Mm-hmm. So um and she's talking about her uncle and stuff like that. That was like really sad. I was that kinda tugged at my heart a little bit, but uh that she's talking about you know, what a great uncle he was and she was never gonna see him again and He was always laughing and wanted her to enjoy her life. I mean, and
2: and he was just trying to, you know, of course, you know, whatever, it was illegal, blah, 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 with the wrong people. But when it came down to it, it's a desperate kid just trying to make a living for himself and his family to better their lives. Yeah. And he was murdered because, unfortunately, the legality of this pushed it into the system that involved seedy individuals.
0: Yeah and it was like uh, it, it i think all the stories he was talking to all the people he was going back and talking to it 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 led it to one guy and they, they kept blurting out his name and he was like mm-hmm. the, the alleged killer and they mm-hmm. were just the stories would always go back to this one guy and uh, i think he met up with him at a at a at a restaurant and he was asking him hey are you a reporter and uh, i heard you're looking into the story about you know three you know mexican nationals that were killed by a bigfoot and uh, but I think he, he was pretty worried about this one mm-hmm. dude and he wouldn't say his name uh, on the documentary because he felt that it was not worth it you know, because his,
2: like they said you know I caught that little just that one blurb when he mm-hmm. was on Jericho's podcast because guess what everybody involved if they said their name would probably end up dead yeah that's the kind of person this guy that was dealing with. yeah
0: this guy was so and I one of the characters we didn't talk about on this was uh, his name was uh, ghost Dance. I, yeah. lo- I loved him. I yeah. thought I thought he was pretty free and open. He was talking about this guy, you know, who he was, what kind of truck he drove. He had long hair and mm-hmm. he just openly just talked about it. But he didn't, you know, he didn't say his name or nothing like that. Yeah. But but he was talking about him, how openly he was. Yeah, you know, he's, you know, associated with the, you know, Hells Angels and he drives a four by four truck and mm-hmm. he's got long hair and he's, you know, he looks like he listens to the, to the Grateful Dead and stuff which like that, which would
2: be like about any <laughs> member of, of the HAs that was born before
0: yeah. 1980. Yeah, so uh, I, you know, it was it was pretty intriguing because it, it kind of turned from an actual Bigfoot story to actual a murder a murder story. Mm-hmm. So that's he was kind of focused because I know he was talking about before like on his other stuff, his journalistic stuff that. He's like, he looks, he seeks monsters. Right. And whether, you know, we're saying Bigfoot is a monster or something like that. He was talking about people in general Mm -hmm. and how they really are and stuff like that. So he was kind of, you know, he was invested in this, which I thought was kind of cool. And that he was really trying to find out if this alleged killer uh, was um, the actual killer, the alleged killer killer of this incident. So, um, but that was, that was pretty cool. Steven, you got anything?
1: No, no, what you said was exactly how I would have said it. Like how it just, how he says that he ch- he chases or goes after monsters. Mm-hmm. When in reality, you know, we, I think that's what uh I think. On one of the episodes, they talk about it. How we always look to monsters as as a, like a, a escaping coping mechanism.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, like there's a boogeyman in my closet or my closet or under my bed or. You know, don't go in the cave. You know, because there's a monster there; it's going to eat you and all that stuff. And the, I, I don't know where that started, but yeah, I mean, it's reality. The monsters and on, on that are you know we walk along like along them because they're people. Yeah, they're you not. Know, they're they're s- not. They're not
0: hairy creatures in the woods. They're just people. No, they're just people. That's the worst kind because yeah. you know they're know. inviting. They guys seem like a they smile looked. at you
1: they yeah. talk to you they manipulate you and oh yeah and they'll you know they'll do whatever they can to you know hence you know that's why we have like you know serial killers ted bundy all that stuff and yeah the real monsters are people
0: yeah um the third episode was uh, it's in, it was titled uh, monsters among us and um and it kind of that kind of, kind of continues talking about that uh, that, uh, alleged killer. And he was, he was actually interviewing other people that would get in his vehicle and like would meet up and stuff like that. I think he, think he went out to one cannabis farm with, uh, one guy and, uh, he was, the guy was like overly racist big time. Mm. And, and then he, um, he which uh,
2: that, that's kind of a thing too, yeah. to go is because, you know, these people that were murdered were, are allegedly murdered. There's no evidence of right. other than stories. You know, and right. people saying that they saw it happen, um, that they're that that's one issue. Is just like mm-hmm. that's how, unfortunately, that's a that's a big thing, especially among one percent or motorcycle associates or you know people click up, and it's like us against them in a lot of situations like that. And they were talking about how they thought that these these nationals are coming in to to take over yeah like older older growers to take over their farms, which I mean honestly, I kind of don't think that that was true, right. I think it was an excuse Just to do horrible to... things to people that were not the same as them
0: and then they didn't want to pay them so yeah um but uh this part of this part of the the documentary it got to a point where I think uh there was another investigator that were that was talking about um this guy named Bigfoot Gary. And so, whenever we got to this part of this documentary, I said, Man, it's just, it wasn't the Bigfoot. It was just, it was this guy, Bigfoot Gary. So, and they were showing like the animation, which the animation was great on this, by mm-hmm. the way. I just wanted to point that out. Uh, it was done. This was
2: like the five seconds that I fell asleep. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I am celebrating.
0: So, they were showing like a footprint and how it changed to like a, a regular boot print. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so, um, so they were talking about Bigfoot Gary and uh, he starts looking for this guy. And so, he's talks to other informants and other informants were, were like feeding him like information that it was Bigfoot Gary that had supposedly, cause I think he was doing a story on, uh, there was two other people that were, that were murdered in 96 and he was thinking it was the same story in 93. Mm-hmm. And so it led him to Bigfoot Gary. And so, um, the, the, the other informants were saying that Bigfoot Gary had someone else kill these, these two guys or three guys because mm-hmm. that he, they had, partied with uh, his daughter and had raped her or something. So, um, but it's not true. Yeah, it's not. So, um, I, I thought that was kind of interesting. I said, I go, okay, so we went from a Bigfoot story to a murder, actual murder. And, and I was still, I was still invested into the story Mm -hmm. to me. It was, it was still intriguing story for me to follow. I mean, I, I'm sure, like the, like all the bigfooters, like you were saying earlier, were saying, "Oh, it's not, it's not really about bigfoot." And I was, I was investing the story. It could
2: have been, uh, yeah, but it, it was a mystery. Yeah, know? I mean, they should be happy. Was, I seen a meme. It's like bigfoot researchers mad that bigfoot's not violent. And yeah. Then also, though, bigfoot didn't. You mean bigfoot didn't murder three people? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? You know, where <laughs> it's like make up your
1: mind. Yeah.
0: So. So, and it's funny because I, how this documentary was going, uh, he thought that Bigfoot Gary was involved in all this mm-hmm. and it turns out he wasn't, mm-hmm. uh, and like, you know, he didn't have a daughter in 93. Cause
2: they got him on the phone.
0: Yeah. They got him on the phone and he was like, he was, he was pretty emphatic about it. He wasn't even in, uh, that County and, and at that time period, I think he came back in like in 97 or something mm-hmm. like that, but, uh, and he had,
2: had a, didn't have a daughter
0: until yeah July 2001. Yeah. That, like, yeah, two thousand. So that's whenever he had a daughter. So that was kind of that was kind of like a, a kind of like a dead end, a little bit in a way. So um,
2: well, it was uh, well an, a process of elimination.
0: Yeah. So um, I think from there, I think it it went full circle. He actually ended up getting contact with the guy that he was on the farm with, the guy that owned that, that first, uh, that cannabis farm that he actually heard the story he was at and he heard the story. Mm-hmm. So he's able, he was able to reach that guy yeah. and the guy that calls him at, you know, cause I, I'm not really sure if this was actual, actual phone call or they reenacted it because
2: I, well, it said there was a disclaimer. I think mm-hmm. that some of them were,
0: yeah, some of them were like, um, like reenacted. Mm-hmm. And so,
2: but I imagine that that was for safety yeah. reasons. So yeah. it might have been word. I think. I don't know. Yeah. If that was. If I'm making that up in my head or if somebody else was talking about. No, no. And it was somebody else talking about a documentary like that. But there's several like true crime documentaries and stuff like that. No, that I have to reenact uh, phone calls like that for right. legal reasons. Right. And like in case something does end up going or whatever, you know. It, it could be evidence or I don't know. But anyway.
0: So, um, so this guy actually like he reaches the guy that actually that had the farm the, on from the original mm-hmm. story. like the very beginning and like David Holdhouse just says in it at this part, cause Hey, you gotta make sure you edit this part out. Cause this guy, he was the guy, he was the guy of all the people that he was more, most afraid of. It yeah. seemed like on the, the uh, documentary that he's pretty scared of this guy. So, and this guy was kind of like talking to him about, um, about the story was all true, and, you know. And I was like, when I was watching, it, I said, okay, maybe the Bigfoots did kill the people. And he was talking about uh, that whatever you heard, it's all true. And uh, but it, I think David kind of figures out that you know that this this um, these three people, like we were talking about earlier, were three uh, Mexican nationals that were moving into this one guy's farm and they were going to try to take it over. And so they had to make it like an example of them. And so they end up, excuse me, Um, you know, like making the area look like a Bigfoot that came to the area. They were ripping up like plants and
2: to scare them because it's like, Oh yeah. I guess someone had made a throw. Allegedly. Of course I have my own opinions on this. Right. Anyway. But allegedly what this guy said is like someone's like, Oh, it's too bad you guys don't have like a chupacabra up here, so we could scare these people. It's like, well we have Bigfoot, you know. So (laughs) So they're like, Well, let's let's make an example and then let's scare these guys so they'll they'll run off, which the first thing was the way he described how they went about this doing it
0: was it was pretty it's pretty evil.
2: But it just seemed far fucking fetched. Yeah. Like that they would put in That much effort because they could just kill him a little bit and like bloody them up or whatever and be like, oh, Bigfoot did it. And it's a bunch of tweakers because that was who came to tell at that cabin was this guy who was always high on meth and, you know, that alters your mind when you see stuff. But he's like, they went and told him because he'll talk.
0: Yeah and like razor was saying like uh that he heard the story like in a bar yeah and so that you know that was probably what they wanted to do is like make sure it got out and people heard the story but allegedly allegedly yeah because
2: so. we have just a story mm-hmm. you know it could all just be a lie
0: yeah cuz they you know there's no bodies there's no police report so i
2: feel like everyone that was involved lied to a point Mm -hmm. if not completely
0: yeah because they never went out and saw the where there was they couldn't couldn't do
2: that and like he didn't see the crime scene he didn't see the bodies with his own eyes he doesn't even know that they existed
0: right but it was uh that was pretty much like the end of the documentary because he was kind of just left it at that and you know these 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 cannabis farmers framed Bigfoot for this, for these three murders, if they actually were murders. Mm-hmm. So, um, but you know, at, at the same time, I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed, yeah. I enjoyed the show and um, I'm probably going to be looking for this guy to do more documentaries. I'll probably be checking him out too. So.
2: I mean, I think he's got, a, he's got a few, but yeah, I mean, I thought it was well done. I thought, you know, just from a documentary standpoint, that it, it painted a really good picture. It had a good flow. I mean. It did. Uh, for people that don't watch things like that, that, just want people hooting hollering in the dark. It's probably not for you. Yeah. But for people that want a very well done and well versed and thought out.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Informative piece of entertainment.
0: Watch this. Yeah, know. I think I, I haven't been this excited on a documentary in a while. Really? Yeah. So I was pretty excited about this one because normally, uh, if we do stuff like that, it's usually like really late or you know mm-hmm. stuff in the past. But this one is like just came out, mm-hmm. and I was pretty interested about doing a, a show on it and stuff. So mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I really, really, like I said, yeah. I really liked it. So yeah,
2: I've been waiting for it for almost a year, man. Am are still into no my Bigfoot doc? Yeah my bigfoot doc when I talked to Dr. Meldrum (laughs) and I don't know, man, whatever they believe it. I think, I think his issue with it was that he thought that Meldrum believed it too much. Yeah. Which I guess I could get that. I would want a doc, you know, like a scientist to have more of a seed of doubt about something that's not necessary. You know, Mm. I don't know. There's just something about that. He's like, I didn't like that, but I don't know. You know, he thought it was interesting.
0: Yeah, I think uh, when I was listening to Chris Jericho's uh, podcast with uh, Joshua, he was saying that uh, that he was like he was pretty scared for David uh, a lot of times because David would go out and go interview people, but he would mm-hmm. he would drive in areas of the, that county and he would lose signal. Yeah, and so he would lose signal and he would like not know if he was okay and if he was all right. And he said he came back well, after like time. So
2: there was like one part. Where he went out to one of those farms or whatever, and mm-hmm. he was like, just don't film my license plate. But <laughs> Yeah. You know, um, but uh, yeah, one thing that we didn't talk about, like with these farms, that they were all these hippies were armed to the teeth because they were ripping each other off yeah. and stealing from each other. Left
0: and right, yeah
2: but also maybe bigfoot was eating it
0: <laughs> i mean cuz like uh, we also didn't mention this also like in the very beginning as well this the the emerald triangle is like supposedly like it has the best climate mm-hmm. for everything like yeah. farming you know weed uh that the best food whenever best flowers mm-hmm. the flowers grow bigger and stuff like that so apparently this stuff this stuff that was that were growing there was like it was top notch mm-hmm. and so they were selling that at an incredible rate i guess oh yeah so
2: Especially then, especially back when it was like super black market on yeah. drugs, and then like they when they would get raided and lose their product, and then in, in prices was and prices would skyrocket. So the yeah. little bit that you had was worth a fucking ton of money. So if someone runs in and steals your shit, so they're putting up all kinds, of, and they had all kinds of booby traps and like talking about like hanging fish hooks at eye level. And, that's that's crazy, and man. up like you know uh animal snares and shit like
1: that
0: bear traps bear snares and all that stuff so yeah
2: Yeah. so that's why
0: and
1: also was it uh was it bigfoot gary that they i guess they looked into like i guess his records of uh you know he he had owned different type of guns
2: oh yeah yeah and
1: uh how like they seized like 223 Marijuana plants, and that was worth like 150,000 or more. Mm-hmm. Wow, and yeah. I was like, Wow, like that's this yeah, guy that. does sound dangerous, but and then they kind of just I don't know, they kind of I don't know the way he was like, He goes, No, I you know, I, I, I was like never there during that time, I only did it in the 70s, and I never killed anybody, blah blah blah. <laughs> and you're just My, like, uh-huh. What the
2: he not have never kill anybody, but he definitely was there. <laughs>
1: yeah, I was there, but I didn't. I didn't kill I was anybody. He goes, you can call me whatever you want. I'm well, am di- an know. asshole. I'm a dickhead. You know, I'm like, Charles okay. Manson
2: didn't kill anybody either, allegedly too. No, and he sure didn't. No. He sure the fuck rot in jail for a lot of murders.
0: Hmm. <clears throat> we're at very true. We're at uh one minute and one second. Oh, <laughs> look at us! Look at us go! Earl Earl gets really mad whenever I do that. Why? Because just just with us and not with him. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh. he like, goes, "Hey, like, uh, hey Earl, we're at 59 minutes about to be an hour. No, he it's was, an hour. He
0: was he was upset because like we were doing uh the one with Ray Ramos and I told oh. I told Ray Ramos I said we're coming up on an hour.
1: Oh, and, and he was so mad about that.
0: He's mad about that. You so he said hour. So he said, "No, no, I'm leaving. I'm going." I quit. Yeah. <laughs> so Earl. Everything
2: else up until now, he's put up with <laughs> yeah. all of the fucking and all that. Well, not the fucking, but me saying it. Yeah, there's not been that.
1: That's not that. Kind hey, of show. Robert Earl the Pro. Yeah, he, he just he just can't handle that. Yeah, Carl Urban is like the best judge, dread out there. Yeah,
0: I think the last two episodes he was saying that on our on the wrestling podcast one because in case yeah. in case people don't know, I do a wrestling podcast too. I do yeah. uh, ringside view podcast yeah. with Earl the Pearl. Back in or, the
2: dark days. It yeah. used to be the other half of our show.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: But yeah. So long, long ago,
0: many, many moons ago. So mm-hmm.
2: the before time,
0: um, I just wanted to say, cause I, I normally don't talk about personal stuff with me here on, on this show. Uh, but I just wanted to say that I'm going to be out of pocket, um, uh, and after in May. So, uh, probably we're probably gonna take a break because I got I got some stuff that I got. You take can
2: care. talk into a microphone laying in bed.
0: I don't know. What?
2: <laughs> when your <coughs> buddy's gonna be here, you're not gonna want to turn on a microphone. I don't
0: know. I don't know. Maybe not. We'll see. Uh, I I may do it, it with the yeah. uh, with the H H uh, two N. So with the Zoom mm-hmm. H two N, oh, yeah. it's probably be easier to do yeah. it like that. So
2: sit it up there in the coffee <coughs> table.
0: But um, we could
2: do that with this. So on the coffee table lay on the couch.
0: But you know, I nah. got I got some some medical stuff I got to take care of, and uh, so uh, it's coming up in May. So I'll probably take a little break and then come back, come back strong. So uh, we got some good guests coming back, uh, not coming back, but coming. Yeah, I, I want to get Luke back on number mm-hmm. one. uh and of course get Kenny and Tim back on.
2: I want. I'm gonna. I'm already gonna tell you that I'm gonna be conspiring while he's here, and if we got to go see Luke soon, yeah, for. What I've been yeah. wanting to do and hey, you know, if you're taking time off. Yeah. I mean, obviously not immediately, but like towards the end of it.
0: Right. Um She's talking about going into the cabin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't Steven. finish
2: my sentences.
0: <laughs>
2: uh. Yeah. Because I want to go and I know y'all per- haven't hung out together all of y'all at once, and how long? I haven't, I haven't, years? I haven't
0: been in the cabin since before I started at uh, my current job. Now that yeah. was like in 2019, I think it was 2018. I think whenever I went last time, I went to the cabin with Kenny. What was it? Was the last time you had you had gone to the cabin, Stephen?
1: Uh, it's 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 definitely been a while, but
0: since the boys were born, right? Like yeah, that? Since,
1: since the boy the boys were, uh, Four years? were born. yeah. Wow. So. Um but you know I, I, yeah, they they are a big part of my life now and uh I would like uh once they you know, once they get a little bit older uh to take them eventually out yeah. there and They'll be 5
2: and, next year that's good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I <laughs> you know suppose I'll just, we- I'll just save it up until they get a little bit older and then we'll plan a trip out there.
0: But supposedly he's gotten a lot of activity recently up there, okay. so he's he's taking of course he's taking other couples up there, Of course. There and then like he's had some stuff happen out there. You haven't
2: brought me out there,
0: yeah. I don't Bigfoot one and Bigfoot beep, two, beep. Like, but hey, take me. You
1: know we haven't been, well, the Dominguez guys have not been out here. Let's start to start doing some activity me, around here. Can yeah. he by himself?
2: Me, you, and Luke. Yeah, Tim. Ow. And whoever
0: else. Did you hit your head? No, I hit my hand. Hit the. Hit the mic, sorry.
2: Need to go out there mm. for a weekend.
0: Yeah, Kenny likes to go now during a weekday. Now,
2: well, so. Kenny,
0: Kenny likes to just go there for. I we need to go.
2: oh well, okay, you can go up there for weeks, and we'll join you on the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm a rope bitch, and those are my days off.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, I was like, man, I can only do two two days max, man. Yeah. After that, I'm like, <laughs> I need to go home and. Yeah, I think on the bed in the shower.
0: I I think the last time I went up there with him was like right before I I started. Like a three day weekend. (laughs) Like whenever I started before I started this current job. Now we went during the weekday, and we went left on on Tuesday, and we got back on Sunday. So it was like it was. I was there. Like wow.
2: If we're working, like yeah, if we got something going big, then
0: it was quiet up there when I when I went. So I'm just
2: saying. Let's get the right people in the right spot. Yeah. And they'll, yep. you know, like, kind of like if you build it, they will come.
0: God, I, you I, know? I wish that was true, but I don't know. If I had, I've been kind of hitting I, dry stuff there. Yeah, well. But that's just me. Well. Maybe if I take you, how, it, it, But it'll what I'm
2: saying is, how long has it been since all these people have been together? And I've not been with all of them either. Right. But, you know. It's been a, Increase your odds with people that they already favor. Is it's just what I'm saying. It's, it's been
0: a while, <sighs> uh, and it would be fun. And even, I, it,
2: even if nothing happens, it would
1: still be fun.
0: Yeah, I talked to Luke the other day too, and I think uh, we had a pretty good conversation. So um, yeah, we're yeah. just not taking Limer. Ever. <laughs> ever. No, I don't. I don't even know where he's at. So okay, but um. Well, I think this will do it for the show, man. This is, uh, we covered some good stuff. Yeah. So. I think so, too. Um, do you I guys agree. Wanna, do you guys want to say goodnight?
1: No. Good night.
0: No? Okay.
2: <laughs> goodnight.
0: Okay, we're out.